Now, the movie Vice is one of the awards season hoovers, and I tend to go through these in January on this show. This time it's by one of the most fascinating directors in America, and I think one of the best, Adam McKay. Um, He's switched modes quite drastically in what he was doing. He was doing Will Ferrell-style comedies, but if you look back at them, it's all the great ones. Anchorman, Talladega Nights, Step Brothers, they're the three, my three favourite of the Will Ferrell films. And then when he came back again, he did The Other Guys, which is a brilliant Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg uh, cop film, which has unfortunately launched them as a pair. Now, they were a brilliant pair in that film, but in the other two that have come out since, they're just awful. Um, since then, he just suddenly jinked and released one of my favourite films of the decade, The Global Financial Crisis Inviscerating the Big Short, one of the only films I've given 9.5 out of 10 to uh, in this decade, which I thought was absolutely magnificent. And he's kept it on the political vibe with his new, well, not that new, Vice, uh, which was released for awards season. And it follows the life of Dick Cheney, uh, George Bush's vice president. And you only have to look at Mike Pence today and... Mike Pence has zero power, none. No one's ever looked at what Mike Pence has done in any single thing that he's said since he's been in office to show how completely insanely powerful Dick Cheney was. Um, It follows him from uh, the early 60s when he was a drunken thug, um, being arrested by the police for a DUI and then again for fighting, and uh, his wife, um, who, what was his wife's name, sorry, uh, Lynn Cheney, um, who was a much more powerful, well, she's painted here as Lady Macbeth, but she's a very famous person in America in her own right, and political, and a novelist, and a writer on history, uh, and a big supporter of uh, Republican presidents. And she basically lays down the law to her deadbeat husband, saying, you, are you going to be like my dad? Her dad was a violent, abusive alcoholic made her her mother's life hell and her own mother actually died in a lake and it's very heavily intimated that um, this lifelong person who was for her whole life terrified of water would never have gone swimming and had had a violent argument with the husband. Uh, It's basically laid out that he killed her. Um, But anyway, Dick Cheney gets his life in gear when he starts working at the White House as an intern for none other than Donald Rumsfeld. Um, Dick Cheney's played by, um, what's his name? Christian Bale. (laughs) Christian Bale. And uh, Steve Carroll plays Donald Rumsfeld, who's a a preeminent character throughout the movie. And it's uh, the Nixon years. And um, they're very, very ambitious, uh, conniving, (laughs) horrible people. And um, they're up to their necks in the uh, Nixon administration and and Donald Rumsfeld um, shows himself to be an apex predator when it comes to politics. Um, This all comes crashing down when Nixon's booted out the door uh, and quite a few times in the film the cyclical nature of politics is shown where these people attain well-dominating power and then the administration ends and um, they're dear nobodies. They go back to the private sector and wait for their next term in this revolving door at the White House. Uh, He didn't get booted out with Nixon. uh, Gerald Ford came in and lost an election a little bit after that to Jimmy Carter. But the whole gang got back together when Ronald Reagan came in in the 80s, and that's when things really started to heat up 
particularly with the idea they have about the power of the presidency, something we're seeing a lot now with Trump. Um, they had this uh, basic notion that, and, and Nixon did as well, that if the president does it, it has to be legal because it's the president. And they sort of worked backwards from that, that they could basically do anything and any legislation in place could be avoided or usurped. Anything to rein in their power, any checks and balances, they bulldozed. They used lawyers to pick apart every single legislation holding them back. Um, Amy Adams is is Lynn Cheney, and she... Um, She's in the background sort of uh, basically not only geeing him on, but also is is deeply passionate about uh, right-wing politics. So it's, it, it, there, there is a point near the start where <coughs> uh, Vice, uh, Dick Cheney goes to, a young Dick Cheney goes to Donald Rumsfeld, what do we actually stand for? And Rumsfeld just loses it because basically they don't stand for anything. They stand for power. They stand against everything. Um, it's a notable bit where Jimmy Carter puts solar panels on top of the White House and talks about global warming back in the 70s and about finite fossil fuels. And when Reagan comes in, they're shown gleefully ripping the solar panels off the top of the White House. So there's a lot of symbolism involved with, um, and, and direct links to, the, to uh, the modern day. And of course, it all really kicks off with uh, Dick Cheney entering the White House as George Bush's vice president. Now, he was very clear to uh, George W. Bush that he didn't want to be a vice president because a vice president doesn't do anything except wait for the president to die, which they have the temerity not to do very often. So it's a ceremonial position. It's, it's a symbolic role. It doesn't have any power, and he didn't want to do it unless they created an entirely new type of vice president, which Cheney did and became one of the most onerous and secretive and damaging people to have ever been involved in American politics. As soon as he got in the White House, they made sure that his inner circle was completely disconnected from the rest of the um, staff of, of the administration, and that they had um, every email that was sent to or from President Bush went to them first. And not only that, it went to them on a private email server. You've heard the Fox News people who show up in this a lot, um, going on and on about Hillary's emails. These guys actually came to power and made all of the emails going to and from the president go through the Republican private server, and they switched off archiving and lost something like 20 million emails, and Congress sanctioned them for it. And they talk about Hillary's 30,000 emails. When did they ever talk about 20 million emails that have gone missing. Virtually all of the emails relating to the Iraq war went missing. Of course, 9-11 happens, Dick Cheney immediately and Donald Rumsfeld immediately say, let's go to war in Iraq. And the few sanity cases in the administration point out that Iraq has nothing to do at all with 9-11. So they then spent the next couple of years making that case, finding very, very dubious information about um, links to Saddam Hussein and Al-Qaeda or any person that's ever set foot in Iraq with any person that's ever set foot in Al-Qaeda's camps, and they got it. Uh, none of it was true. It was all rubbish. And one of the people that they promoted as being a link to um, Osama bin Laden was al-Zakawi. Well, he was a nobody, but the amount of fame Colin Powell gave him at the United Nations meant that he could form ISIS, which he did. 
Um, so the rest of the story, you know, um, the more interesting aspects are quite how bad the criminality was and quite how much they usurped every single um, facet of American administration where they were allowed to sit and talk, who they were allowed to talk to. They employed very high-profile lawyers to tear apart the Constitution or anything holding them in place. And they believed appallingly, and it cost millions of lives and destabilised the world, and they never went to jail. And even something as amazing as this, and this does reflect to the modern era, Vic, uh, Dick Cheney initially started out by um, probing potential vice president candidates very, very deeply, going through their financial records, their tax records, their health records. When he became vice president, he didn't have any checks on him at all. He refused all of them. And one of the most important aspects of being a vice president is the ability to take over from the president. He had serious heart problems, ending up with, uh, with a heart transplant, no small thing, and had had multiple heart attacks and trips to hospital. He was in no physical shape to be the vice president of America anyway. And he just stepped back from Halliburton with a $30 million handshake and Halliburton's uh, shares went up 500% during his tenure as vice president. Um, so what did I think of this film? It's got a bit of a drashing from the critics. And after the big short, he handled that film so brilliantly. Um, I was expecting it to be a real misfire. I don't think it was at all. Um, for a start, it's an actor's film. And you have four awards-worthy performances Christian Bale's Dick Cheney, it's a, it's a bun fight between him and Rami Malek for um, Best uh, best Actor Oscar, and I feel sad for whoever doesn't win it because they're utterly magnificent performances, both of them. Um, Christian Bale's done enough to have been won an Oscar by now so many times and, and still doesn't have one, and he might get blown out of the water by Freddie Mercury this year. I don't know who I want more. I mean, he's just magnificent. He's got the mannerisms of um, Cheney down pat. I don't like impersonation roles. He gives a lot of depth, and the, the depth to the characters in this film is the one thing that it's been criticised for. And both him and Amy Adams give a lot of nuanced depth to their characters. They really bring out the soul. They're fascinating, fascinating people, and he's very evil. But at the same time, there's a lot of um, humanising of him. Not always good humanising, but... Um, there are elements, it he, he does go quite deep into him. Amy Adams is just about my favourite actress. It's criminal that she hasn't got an Oscar already and uh, Emma Stone has. And these two actors deserved Oscars for American Hustle. Two of my favourite performances of the last 10 years. They've got nothing and they're back together and they are a brilliant pair. She is superb as Lynn Cheney and if she doesn't get an Oscar, God... What does she have to do? I'm a bit worried they'll throw a bone to one of the other films that hasn't got a, you know, a chance of winning anything other than Best Supporting Actress, but I'd be very sad if she doesn't get one. Steve Carroll's fantastic. He's a great actor. He was great in um, the wrestling film that came, Foxcatcher. He's been great in a lot of films. He was great in The Big Short as well. Um, and he's superb as Donald Rumsfeld. This is portrayed as a comedy. I don't think it's an out-and-out -out comedy. Um, I don't think it deserves the... T I would say a humorous drama is a much more apt note than it says. It's a comedy drama. I don't know. Um, and the other one that really, really stands out is Sam Rockwell as George W. Bush. He is fantastic. All four of those are awards-worthy. And they've been winning awards as well um, in the lead-up in the other award seasons. I think all four of them have picked up something along the way. 
Christian Bale got Best Actor at the Golden Globes, um, and I think Rami Malek got the um, Screen Actors Guild one recently. So it's going to be a big bum fight, I think, between those two alone. Uh, Jesse Plemons is the uh, narrator, uh, which is a slightly odd characterization. All across the board, the acting is great. The detail is fantastic. If you're into politics and American politics, and particularly the Bush years, I think that it's a fascinating film. Areas where it falls down, um, the structural nature of the film means that it feels quite long by the time you get to the Bush administration. You feel like you've been through two-thirds of a normal movie already. Um, I don't know if it goes far enough. A lot of people complain that it makes them too trivial and too cartoonish, but... There is a cartoonish nature to it, the fact that this thing happened. What can you do but poke fun at it and make satire out of it? So I don't know if it goes far enough. It's um, I, I would have liked to have seen it gone even further, which is the opposite of what a lot of critics are saying, that the, um, it's a bit too cartoony and there's not enough depth of what goes on. It's too one-sided. Yeah, it's one-sided because they're really evil I mean, would you make a movie about Hitler and say it was too one-sided? These are horrible people that cause great destruction in the world. Um, so, yeah, the whole idea of it being a, a libtard film, which they actually address as well. There's a few sort of uh, fourth-wall-smashing moments throughout the film where they actually talk about it. And they have these um, insane advertising executive groups where they actually get members of the public and talk about how, how we can sell the war on terror better how we can sell getting rid of billionaires' estate tax better. Oh, we'll call it a death tax. How do you feel about the term death tax and so on? And that comes up as well with the reading of the movie at the end saying it's a libtard film, blah, blah, blah. So I thought this was a much better film. It is long and it feels quite long. And I don't know if they needed to go into quite so much detail about uh, Cheney's early years. It's certainly interesting and, and relevant that... They focus on him being in the uh, Nixon and in the uh, Reagan administrations before as well. Those, those are pivotal things, but it does drag a little bit. Um, but overall, I was um, immersed in these characters. The um, awards-worthy acting across the board, particularly those main four people, were brilliant. Um, and I thought the direction was very good, actually. Um, whether the screenplay is as tight as it could have been, I don't know. It's being accused of being scattershot. Um, it is a little bit. Um, it does sort of, uh, as, a, as with the Michael Moore film, if I get to it, it does sort of uh, go up and down and, and sort of pick random targets from here to there with ease. But um, I didn't have too much problem. So I'm going to give Vice a very strong 8 out of 10. It's easily worth an 8 out of 10. I could even go a little higher, but I think for Vice, a very underrated film by critics in general, 8 out of 10. And Outcast from... What album are we up to now? Featuring their music.